Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I've been receiving some disturbing reports over the past couple of weeks from people claiming that somebody is impersonating me on the internet, and not always the same way. Um, I've, I've gotten at least two of these over the past couple of weeks, and supposedly one of them comes from a guy who says he's me but also claims that he is a dominant lord with the illuminati and he's threatening people and all this kind of stuff and honestly i don't know if this is just something that occasionally happens because you have an internet profile or if i'm being specifically targeted um i really don't know but what i can tell you is that if you receive a message from someone claiming to be me and it just doesn't actually feel right you think there might be something funny about it um, the best thing you can do is go to my website joshuapwarren.com don't, don't even you know reply to the message necessarily because you don't know who you're dealing with instead you take the initiative to go to joshuapwarren.com scroll down the home page you'll find my email address on my website and then you can email me directly to verify whether or not i was the person who sent you the email i don't know how widespread this is but um it is uh it's it's odd you know i've, I've dealt with this kind of thing throughout my life and in some cases i think it's uh some kind of just uh, criminal activity in other cases there may be some kind of bizarro doppelganger situation, some alternative parallel timeline in which I exist in multiple states. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> one of the people who contacted me saying that he has been getting contacted by someone claiming to be me is a guy I've known for many, many, many years. And so he immediately sensed that this was not coming from me so it didn't even really you know bother him and by the way i you know i do take that kind of information and do whatever i can to turn it over to authorities etc but anyway he contacted me because this guy and uh, and i won't use his name right now because I, I didn't explicitly ask for permission but this guy is a ghost photographer uh he is one of those people who seems to have always had a knack for capturing spooky images when he goes to a haunted place. And that really is some kind of a gift, I think. Uh, it's some kind of, I don't know, you might almost think of it as a mediumship or something like that, but some people uh, tend to have better results than others when they go out trying to capture photographic evidence. And I've said in the past, you know, I, I guarantee you, you can go to a haunted house and walk through with this one person and get all these interesting images and then walk through with this other person with the same kind of camera, the same kind of film or, you know, whatever your recording media is and, uh, or medium is. And, and, and you will find that, uh, one person gets unusual paranormal things and the other person doesn't. But in this particular case, the guy who contacted me said that he was watching a television program about Bachelor's Grove in Chicago. That is a very haunted place. Um, I have been to Bachelor's Grove at least uh, a couple times. Uh, 
Um, you know, I've done a, a number of speaking engagements in Chicago and a TV program and some other things. And Bachelor's Grove is this secluded wooden property that's kind of uh, off a little dirt road and I guess it's a dirt road yeah it's I haven't been there in a while but uh, basically Bachelor's Grove is an old cemetery that dates back to the 1800s some people believe it's called Bachelor's Grove because only men could be buried there but I've heard that that's not at all true it was just the name of a family in the area the bachelor family and it's it's a classic creepy cemetery overgrown though and uh, we'll get back to that in a minute and then um, right next to it is this bog this body of stagnant water that has green algae all over the top and these drooping trees over it and even though this place could be haunted for a number of reasons um, my understanding is you know they stopped burying people there around the 1950s or 60s and at that time this location became a popular lover's lane type site where you know teenagers would go and hang out at night and try to freak each other out and drink and carry on and unfortunately because of that there was an enormous amount of vandalism that took place and sure enough the last time I was there it was pretty obvious I mean uh, there were gravestones that had been strewn and kicked around and thrown all over the place and people had carved things and I mean it was it was really sad and so not surprisingly they claim it was around the 1950s or 60s when the place became super haunted because of all these people going in there and being disrespectful and and vandalizing it so that's one phenomenon happening at Bachelor's Grove but then the bog uh, has its own ghost story a number of times people throughout the decades have said that they have seen at night a sort of shocking luminous horse that comes sloshing and tearing up out of that bog with an old man behind it on a plow and turns out there was an incident there so the locals claim back in the 1870s in which there was a farmhouse right by that uh, spot and there was a man who uh, worked a plow and he got tangled up in the reins one day and his horse got spooked and just dragged them both into that bog and they both died there Okay, so that's the story but one thing that's especially outstanding is people over the years have claimed that they've been able to sometimes look up and whoa lo and behold see back in time they can see the entire farmhouse there sometimes with such clarity and sort of 
physical physical impact that people have come out of there saying who owns the old farmhouse over by the bog there and others go huh yeah they don't even realize sometimes they're looking at a ghostly time slip you know they're looking into the past so it's a very haunted place I could go on but this fella who contacted me was watching a television program about Bachelors Grove and he felt compelled to just start taking photographs of the screen of the television screen and some of the areas around his television and he started getting all these big weird wispy smoky looking forms so let's say you're in a position where you can't travel or you know whatever the reason is it's a physical uh, restriction a health problem a financial problem is it possible you can just jump on the computer and you can look up a location that has paranormal activity and sort of investigate it remotely maybe maybe in fact um one of the books that i read a long time ago about exorcism was written by a man who used to do clearings from his bedroom okay he never even actually went to the location where the possessed person was he was able to use whatever techniques he wanted to diagnose the issue and treat it and clear it remotely and it's funny because when you talk to dowsers sometimes they say like if i want to douse for oil or water or you know some treasure or whatever i don't have to physically go to that property i can sit down with a map and douse the map and the result will be the same and all of this goes back to the theme of the year so far space and time you know how relevant is space and time do you physically have to be somewhere or is it all so flexible and also connected through various non-local means that it doesn't even matter where you are because space and time are all connected somehow and you can access any point in the whole system and the whole fabric called space-time just by focusing your intention on that area and so wouldn't that be interesting to to work on some kind of a project where you you try to do well well in this case maybe we'll just say ghost hunting but it's done over the internet so what if we had like a virtual ghost hunt so let's say i go to some haunted place and we can do the whole thing live and i've got a camera and everything and i'm walking around and i'm doing the ghost hunt but you're not just sitting there watching like some passive observer no we have this all set up and we're all prepared and we are all participating around the world in the ghost hunt at the same time you have got your instruments whatever they may be you're taking pictures i mean could we do a global ghost hunt of some location where i'm there at the place just to be the anchor and tell you what's going on and what the story is etc but we are all uh investigating via the flexibility of space-time 
that's a pretty cool idea um maybe we'll try that out that might be a fun thing to do soon but um you know maybe i'll post some of this fellow's pictures for you as well but it's just something to think about but when it comes to pictures in general i told you that i have some new ufo pictures from puerto rico and they were sent to me from a man named benjamin or i think he would pronounce it benjamin Benjamin Lariano took him on July 23rd, 2018 at 5 p.m. And these pictures were taken over the El Junque rainforest, which is the only tropical rainforest that is part of the United States National Forest Service. It's the only U.S. national park that is a tropical rainforest there on the uh, in the northeastern part of Puerto Rico. I've been there many times. It's an enchanting place. If you go, especially certain times of year when you have different types of plants that are blooming and fruiting and all that, it looks like something out of a Dr. Seuss book. Just big, giant, crazy-looking plants with all colors and waterfalls and streams rushing everywhere it's just an amazing experience and over the years i know of at least two occasions when locals have claimed that a ufo has actually crashed around there i think there was one in the 80s and then another one around 93 or something like that um People see UFOs around there all the time. And because it is a property that is controlled by the United States federal government, it's easy for access to be restricted to certain areas. And so there are lots of conspiracies among Puerto Ricans about what goes on in the El Junque rainforest. Um, But this guy who emailed me there in in Puerto Rico... um, I don't know exactly, uh, I don't know who he is. I mean, I don't know if he just listens to the show or if he uh, knows me through somebody else that I know in Puerto Rico. He didn't say. His English was a little bit broken. But um, he took these pictures, and apparently, from what I could tell from his message, a number of people saw this UFO. And I, you know what, I'm just not sure what this thing is i mean you know the first thing i wanted to do was look at it and say well could this be an optical illusion or you know some kind of artifact that was created by the technology you know i don't like to put things out there for you unless i've gone through them and examined them fairly thoroughly myself in order to make sure that i've ruled out a lot of the logical possible explanations and um, what this uh, object looks like, well, well, for one thing, it's interesting because it, it appears peeking out from behind a cloud. And at the top of the image is a contrail that looks pretty fresh. So it looks like some kind of, of airplane or jet or whatever just had traveled right through that area. Maybe it was because of the object. Maybe this is just a coincidence. I'm not sure. But 
in addition to that contrail, you see this you know kind of misty looking cloud there and this silvery disc shaped object is partly shrouded by the cloud but it's sort of peeking out from behind it and what's interesting is that you usually think of a ufo like a flying saucer type ufo uh, being seen kind of from its edge like it's horizontal and you're on the same plane and so you get that nice saucer look but in this particular case it kind of looks like it's the other the other way like you might be perpendicular to it as the observer that you're looking at the top or the bottom of this disc shaped thing so you're not seeing it from the side view it, it looks more like a disc with some sort of concentric circles let me take another look at it here okay so yeah i would say there's at least two or three rings of concentric circles that you can see um i'd love to have your feedback on this if you want to see this picture just go to joshuapwarren.com there is no period after the p go to joshuapwarren.com and just scroll down the home page and look at this image and let me know what you think i would really appreciate that you know that's one of the great things about having a podcast like this which so many people listen to around the world i can get your feedback and um i you know and i, and I i've read i read every single email that comes in i can't always respond to each one but i read every one that comes in so go to go with, scroll down the homepage of joshua pwarren.com and you'll see where it says you know these are pics taken by benjamin lariano uh July 23rd, El Junque, blah, blah, blah. and um, I don't know, El Junque is a large property, so I'm not sure just how specific um, I can you know, nail down where this happened, but, you know, Puerto Rico is not that big of an island. By the way, while you are there, while you are at JoshuaPWarren.com, um, this is an interesting time for me because my year is about to become really really uh, crazy and hectic i'm about to do a lot of traveling a lot of speaking engagements um it's going to be exhausting and uh, and i know a lot of you if you especially if you have kids you're you're preparing to put the kids back in school and that kind of thing and so i like to get a lot of business sort of out of the way before september kicks in and i go into the busiest part of my year so if you would like to buy a wishing machine or if you would like to buy any of the items that have an add to cart button in my you know on my curiosity shop page I'm going to give you a discount today okay I'm going to give you a discount um but you have it's a code you have to put in and I'm going to do this today I might consider extending it uh, till tomorrow as well. But all you have to do, again, if you go to joshuapwarren.com and you click the link to the Curiosity Shop, anything that has an Add to Cart button there, this applies. Or if you want a wishing machine, if you go to wishingmachineproject.com, any of our wishing machines also apply. And you know me, I have like 10 wishing machines working at all times on 10 different projects 
So you can get a discount on any wishing machine or anything in my curiosity shop if you put in this code, write this down. The code is D10BBB. So that's D as in dog, and then just one zero for the number 10. And then B as in boy, BBB, okay? So D10BBB. It'll ask you when you hit your add to cart button and you're ready to settle everything up there. It'll say, do you have a discount code? You put in D10BBB and you'll get a discount on any of that stuff. And it'd be good to go ahead and do that now. And uh, why it's a little easier to ship things before I get cranked into high gear. High gear. Uh, this year is going to be even even more extraordinary because of this uh, television series stuff that I'm working on. But anyway, um, tonight I am going to be interviewing Ronald Heath. Yep. You've heard his name plenty of times. He is the Silicon Valley engineer who invented the DT meter, the differential time rate meter. I don't think he's ever done an interview in his life. And I'm going to talk to him tonight. And you are going to be able to hear directly from the man who invented this technology that has now been a part of news stories all over the world. So that is coming up soon, and just some other great stuff I have planned for this particular week. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Look at the new UFO pics. I just posted them. And while you're there, you know, again, click around. Check out everything. Go to the Curiosity Shop, but also click the link to this podcast. You can subscribe through various means, or just follow me on Twitter, at joshuapwarren. And I will usually tweet when a new one is available. This podcast is always short. It's always free. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.